Well, hey there, Marys. Uh, we are bringing you a little sneak preview, free preview, actually. There's no sneaking around here, of our uh, Matreon-only coverage of Canada's Drag Race, which, of course, just premiered this week. Yes, it did. And we have some very strong opinions, most of them surrounding Jimbo. And we decided that we were going to, you know, just let you hear the first part so enjoy Mary's we we hope you like it Colin where can they where can they find the episode for reals if they wanted to subscribe and get these episodes you know as they come out well they just have to go to patreon.com slash all right Mary and uh, sign up for either the uh, nuance or only Mary's level to get immediate access to Canada's Drag Race, all of our nuance episodes, all of our bonus episodes. I think there's like 130 bonus episodes on Patreon. So whether it's here for Canada or here just because you want more podcast content, now is a great time to become a Matreon. Well, here is the first part of our Drag Race coverage. We hope you enjoy, Mary. Welcome to the Rocky Mountains. I don't like the cold. I'm from Victoria and we don't have snow and I'm terrified. What is all this white stuff all around me? Oh, this is actually quite nice. <laughs> I thought this was going to be hard. Oh, wow, I love the snow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I feel like it's something I'd want to chart back to other seasons of Drag Race, but I definitely can pinpoint on Canada's Drag Race when I found my queen. And granted, I was quite sure when she walked in, but it was when the screaming started that I was like, well, it's not my decision, America. Or Canada. Canada. Yeah. Um, uh, North America. Um, yeah. I'm a no, Jimbo honestly, stan. <laughs> uh, no. Like, like you know that that thing that people post, like, oh, this this account is now a, a, a Jimbo stan account? Like, yep. Like, that's that's me now. That's my life. Totally. Um, totally. I, I mean, for me, yes. When she walked in, I was like, oh, this whole performance, mm -hmm. this whole, I, I love this. And then... And then, I mean, you're saying the scream, which is really when I just like fell over on my couch. But when it was when she, I, when she walked in, I'm like, oh, it's just she's going to make this fun the whole time. The whole yeah, time? The, the whole time. time. It was and Jimbo the whole time. Yeah. It, yeah. And I, uh, I like like that is how you do a boring challenge. Yeah. I mean, I think Jimbo is how you do. I don't want to say like a fairly familiar formula of a first episode that we've seen many times before. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember this challenge from seasons two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but when Jimbo walked in, because I mean, I kind of settled into it. I was like, okay, we're, we're on a, a familiar path in a new country. No big deal. Sure. I, I kind Fine. of appreciate that at the yeah. same time. But the moment I saw Jimbo, it was like, <gasps> I, I was like, oh, 
oh, this I haven't seen. Oh, oh, all right. And then I was RuPaul seeing Detox unveil the the, the mm, robot mm. look, oh, you know? Okay, okay. Okay, oh. all right. And it just, I don't know. It was kind of like when we first saw Sasha Velour, and I was like, I don't know why. I'm. I, it's just, mm. I didn't make this decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it it just calls yeah calls to our sensibility or our aesthetic. It seems. Um, yeah, and I mean, everything yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, I was yeah. gonna say like his look, but obviously we'll see a lot of different Jimbo looks. It seems, but like the energy, the personality, mm-hmm. the like. There was something mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, you're this like nice, quiet weirdo energy right off the bat that I'm into. Yes, yes. Like when 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 he gets out of dra- out of drags, as as you know, Canadians, right? Drag. Sure, uh, that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> when and he gets out of drag, drag um, when he gets out of drag, uh, I I was like, oh, his ears, oh, his ears. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I love I love big ears, and I was like, okay. And he just, yeah, he was giving me that dad energy, uh, which we also love, like the Tempest and yep. uh, Kasha Davis. I was like, okay, uh, even though I think he's young, right? He's not. I think he's not the oldest in the room. The oldest no. is Tayomi, but or Tainomi, excuse me. Uh, but he, I, I'm still, you know, I'm still getting all the nuances down. But uh, he was also, and it, I was struggling through most of the episode of like. Who, why, who are you reminding me of? And I figured it out. He's like two parts John Cameron Mitchell, one part Crispin Glover. Oh, interesting. Because I, I got, I get the John Cameron Mitchell, but I also think he is, and this is not your world, but he is Dominic Monaghan from Lost slash Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I can meets, see some of that. Mm-hmm. Meet, meets uh, the guy who plays... Bilbo in the the new Hobbit series, um, who I can't remember his name. Yeah. He's in What's Your Number? Uh, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely got off the bus a while ago. I, you've lost me. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah. Martin Freeman. Oh yes. yeah, of course. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was just, and I think it was a mix of all of them. Where I was like, there's just I. I again, I was Paul Abdul. I know you. I recognize this mm-hmm. face, and it was mm-hmm. uh, so. I kind of like that too. I like that the people he reminds me of have this kind of weird, quirky energy that, like, I'm also attracted to. Like physically, the people he reminds me of. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. And uh, the other reason why I'm completely all chips in for Jimbo is the look on the runway, Mary. Okay, so I have lots of thoughts on who should have been in the top, but mm. and who was not like in the top at all. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so Jimbo, they didn't. How did Jimbo? His look was so complex. I know. I mean, and I, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm I'm still like getting the names down. Mary's like we. I like just watched it this morning. I rewatched some of it. It's gonna be a different kind of show. It's not I'll like I got a out, whole Mary. weekend. But okay. um, uh, yeah, I I keep wanting to say like I want to call her Bag of Crystals, but that's not her name. No, no, Rega, no, 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 no. It's Rega no, Baga. No, no it's so it's Rita Bega, but Rita I Bega. call I call her Bega Curds. Bega Curds, yeah. <laughs> I like that Rita Bega sounds like Rutabaga, which is right. Uh, well, and it's Baga, but because it's Canada, we say Bega. <laughs> yeah. Certainly. And I'm sure all of our Marys who've listened to Drag Race UK's recaps are just so excited for our uh, just 
three day old piss poor ac- Canadian accents. I mean, but, all we have to say is sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I got is uh, sorry. Uh, but like, I'm not gonna do any A's. I, I feel like A, like A, like that's like Cher going huh, and tossing the hair over her shoulder. As Chad Michael said, she never does that. Um, uh. <laughs> I'm not gonna A. I might A a little. But uh. the reason I bring up uh, Brooklyn uh, A's, so I'm kind of like, all right, fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, no. But Brooklyn's also like trying to figure out how to be a host a oh year after being a contestant. Oh my god, Mary, you know? Mary. Oh, 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 oh. But, you mean Brooklyn Heights? Season 11 runner up. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to Brooklyn. We'll we'll, we'll have to transfer uh at, at Times Square to get to Brooklyn. But what I wanted to say about uh Ruth Bega is that uh, I'm never going to get this name down. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth Bega, that's what Ruth it's gonna Bega. be. Yeah. Ruth Bega, Bega curds. Bega <laughs> yeah, Bega curds, yeah. Remember Lou Bega, Mambo Number Five. <laughs> yeah, I love Lou so, Bega. Yeah, so what I lo- what the thing I took away from Lou Bega was it was very Alexis Michelle in the fur coat with the you know Nine West dress on. Oh, Nine West is yeah. shoes. That's how bad it yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of like well, you know, here's the thing. Okay, so we could talk a little bit about about Bega curds right now. So. Yes, the when she came out, I was like, "Oh, that coat, yeah. this performance." I'm like, "Work, yeah." Agree. And then she and then she takes off the coat. I'm like, "No, put it on. It's too cold." Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh, it, it, yeah. Please, you're gonna please catch put a froid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Il fait froid, mademoiselle. <laughs> yeah, I was uh... like, <laughs> that dress was a cheese turd. <laughs> Completely, completely. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Instead of the okay, okay, it was like, yeah, okay. I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay come on now. And you know especially, what? But I, will... I was say, especially next to Jimbo with all those fucking zippers. Oh, I know, like, I know. Yeah. And then even Anastasia with that. <gasps> I mean, yeah. like Mary, the Canadian goose replica. I was like, yeah, I'd buy that in Soho. Like, fuck yes. That was literally quilted northern. Like, it was just. <laughs> I know. Look yeah. at that little Canadian goose walking down yeah. the runway. I was like, work, baby. Work. Work. Um, <laughs> you better work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, the, the, I did appreciate. Uh, Bega Curd's performance. I will say, yeah, I agree. That totally. I, I, I love that, and I am rooting for her. We were all rooting for her. God damn her. Oh uh, no, I am rooting for her in that sense. That I do love that kind of quirkiness, but I can't help but feel that her win was partially Brooklyn Heights and Canada's Drag Race being like, yes, this is a brand of Canadian drag. We're going to celebrate it. We're going to uplift it. And we're Mm going to name it so that it appears bigger than it really was. Well, that's funny because I feel like Bag of Chips on Drag Race UK was getting a similar pass of like, this is this is UK drag. This is British mm. drag. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, smeared lipstick, you know, yeah. cheap boots. You know, I did the arm anyway. <laughs> um, you look like someone's aunt. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And, you know, and um, for the same thing, the same way that Crystal got the, you know, East London drag type of thing sure. uh, on UK. And so it's interesting. And I wonder how much uh, national branding will be a part of the critiques, uh, which like I think is smart. Of, yeah, like that sense of like part of what this is doing is like representation of like 
drag styles that you'll see. I mean, and I don't know. Like, I feel like that was a big part of Drag Race UK because there was such a long history of, like, you know, panto and all that, where it was like mm-hmm. there was a there was an understood different aesthetic that was very much not what we were seeing on Drag Race. Like, we did they were uh, there was an accepted um, lack of polish. Whereas I don't know if Canada has those same distinctions. Like, I literally don't know. Yeah, and we're going to find out, I guess. I hope. Yeah. You know, I, I do hope that part of this is, quote-unquote, educational, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, Drag Race Thailand was. I sure, feel like, sure. You UK know. was, so we'll mm-hmm. see how it goes. I uh, Back to Jimbo, though, because, you know, I'm obsessed. Um, yeah. The other thing I loved about Jimbo is that there was this kind of unsafe feeling. Like, I feel like, you ever see those horror movies? At, or, you know what it reminded me of? It, no, this is what it is. It reminded me of those clowns in Batman Returns where they're, they're, they come out and they're kind of like, oh, everything's weird and kind of, okay, this is kind of interesting. And you don't know if they're going to like bite your head off. Yeah. And I love that about Jimbo where it's like, this is a little weird, but I'm entranced, uh, mesmerized. I and then all of a sudden, bam, you know, and he a jack in the box and it's like, right. you know, a hammer comes into your head or something like that. I kind of love that unsafe feeling mm-hmm. uh, that it's it's like it's walking the line between a drag race and a dragula, you know. I was having the same feeling about a lot of this, that there were a lot of these contestants were giving me dragula contestant vibes. I mean, you know, like. There were, I don't want to be that person. It's like, oh, this person looks like that queen, but like so yeah. many of them. I was like, well, I can't help it. Like Scarlet <laughs> Bobo, in drag, you look like if Brooklyn Heights and Evie Oddly had a baby, and out mm. of drag, you look like Dahlia from season yes. three of Dragula. I got Dahlia too, yeah. Like, for sure. I, it's, I, it's not that that's, you know, oh, you're just another so and so, but like. There's lots of doppelgangers in Canada. That's what I'm taking away. It's in, yeah, no, it's interesting. It's interesting because we have that American uh, lens, though, right? Because whenever we look at Canadian programming, right? Like whenever we're mm-hmm. watching a random Netflix show and then Canadian program comes on, we we don't realize it until about 15 minutes in, and you're like, oh, this is a little off. And then you realize. Oh yeah, the lighting was kind of strange. Right, right. Yeah. You're like, oh wait, I see. Okay, the dialogue is just not baked completely, right? And again, I want to just preface that again with I know this is an American lens. It's like whenever we look at it, it feels American, it looks American, and then we taste it, and it's like, oh, this is a lemon square, you know? And, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, and it's, I think that was the, like, I've always had that feeling about Canadian movies and Canadian TV shows, and, like, I've always been... Yeah, the Property of, Brothers, uh, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, like oh, I'm sort of a little off. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sort of obsessed with it because I think I, I... It's like I come to it with the American lens. Like, for example, when you watch something that's set, like, in or around L.A. or New York City or some kind of, like, really recognizable part of the U.S., we kind of infer all these other things of what mm. it means. Oh, it's set on Long Island. Well, that tells me so much. I know mm-hmm. so much about that. But mm-hmm. if it's like, oh, here's a crime thriller set in Winnipeg, I'm like, I don't I don't have that same point of reference. Right. And I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to, so, like, does this mean something if it's in Winnipeg versus, you know, uh, Toronto, Toronto, you know? No, Toronto, Mary. Toronto. Is there, is there a TR you're fitting in it's, there? Again? Yes. Toronto? We do not want, it's not Toronto. It's Toronto. Okay. Well, there you Toronto. go. Toronto. <laughs> 
you know, I, I learned I learned that from from a Canadian. So. Yeah, I am in. I am not gonna sit here in my New York zip code and act as any authority for the next however many episodes on anything Canadian. Right. No, of course. But you are a Canuckophile, so as oh, am I fucking I. like we love lo- we love Canadians. Yes. 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 My goal is maybe not to move to Canada because, you know, I don't like the cold, but I would marry a Canadian. I mm, would, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, whenever I go I love Alanis. Scruff, I, love I love Alanis. Alanis. When I go on Scruff and they show me the global view and I see guys in Toronto, I'm like, what is with the guys in Toronto? Toronto. <laughs> well, I'm like from New York, so I say Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Apparently um, it's, the, it's the second T that you really have to avoid. Toronto. I, oh, I see that. I see that. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Toronto. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'm, you know, I'm in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. I'm working my way across the border. <laughs> You're not in the UPA? Eh? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a youper. <laughs> youper. Um, Mary, so, uh, okay. But yeah, back to this kind of like American lens. We we just should call it out like we know. We, we're, we're looking at it from that way. And, and, I will say I watched this episode with that lens and I, I had to be aware of it. Like, okay, this is very Canadian in that sense, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I see about partway through. I'm like, oh, right. It's Canadian. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, so this is a small tangent, but it's kind of to the same conclusion as uh, when I lived in Sacramento uh, and I was kind of in this weird funk of my life that was not just about being in Sacramento, uh, but I was uh, trying to make some money. You know, and, you know, the corner was just not working. And so I very briefly took on um, writing, writing closed captioning for things like taking on assignments to like write the captions for shows. Sure, that, like, sure. And so paid nothing, took forever, was a fucking pain in the ass. But one of the one of the things I wrote captions for and I don't even remember what it was called, but it was a Canadian TV show that was all set on like the commuter train from like downtown toronto to like the suburbs and like what goes on in the lives of the of the of the commuters and the little dramas on the train and it was like it was so profoundly mundane and i was like oh i love it i love this there's something about this that like canada gets away with this and no one blinks an eye Mm. like i love it i love that you could have a whole show set on a goddamn you know uh amtrak like it's um Really incredible. So the point of that being was like the whole time I felt like, oh, this is so Canadian. And it sounds like we're being shady, but like I love when I realize something's Canadian. Yes. Oh, no, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Um, I will say that this episode by the end, uh, besides I felt the judging being completely off uh, okay yeah <laughs> which is you know a little canadian right um because yeah it's We're like gonna i don't get understand. so much hate from above the border like oh what do you mean that's so canadian no, what are we no, wrong no, no, about no 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 no, no, no. Like, we're swimming Wait, in a Mary, pandemic let me explain. right now <laughs> let me explain Canada, go ahead stop so listen so what that means is i don't understand that aesthetic yet right that's why I think they got it wrong because just like Drag Race UK, I felt this and Drag Race Thailand. It was like, wait, what? I have I had to get used to their lens and what they were going for. Now, uh, it the reason it didn't feel Canadian towards the end is because the judging just got very, 
very harsh. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they almost did it on purpose of like, I bet everyone thinks we're going to just have these nice little maple leaf gloves on and we're not going to be, di- you're not going to be, you know, anything more than polite to these queens. And like usually Drag Race, the first queen they critique um, once they have like the bo- the tops and bottoms, the first one is usually safe or high. They usually don't start with a low one. That's mm-hmm. just always been the format. It's usually mm. the second one or the third one's a low one, just in the sort right. of flow of the episode. This one, they're like right off the bat. Mm, yeah, I'm not feeling this, and that told me like, okay, they're not going to be Canadian about that in that sense. Mm. Like, it's not going to be a compliment, you know, judgment compliment sandwich. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like they will evolve, um, but I was surprised. Episode one, they were like, oh, no, this is basic. And I was like, oh, God. And then one of them has a panic attack. Anyway, we'll get into oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, will, we will definitely get into it. But uh, overall, you know, Canada is here, uh, and I am happy for it. And thank goodness for Jimbo, because Jimbo now is is what I'm going to be excited to tune into. Yeah, that was, you know, when when the episode first started, there was a part of me, you know, as we're recording this, we are knee-deep in season All-Stars 5. We just came out of the war and peace that was season 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about Lord of the Rings. It was just I know. on for fucking ever. And, like, I'm, I'm, there's a part of me that's like, oh, I'd love to think about and talk about something other than an, a season of Drag Race. And, you know, I, I admittedly, the first few queens that came in, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm excited about this. And then Jimbo showed up and it just smoothed it all over for me. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah. And we'll we'll get into it on those entrance, what that entrance was. But uh, Mary's, before we go any further, let's tell our Mary's what they're listening to. Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary! Which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm created with this beady, beady little TV show. I'm Johnny, and I'm really happy to see these cheese curds, baby. I've been eating them for years. And I'm Colin, and we are Poutine are back into it to cover Drag Race. Canada's Drag Race, not Drag Race Canada. That's Canada's right. Drag yes. Race. Canada's Drag Race. Put her Absolutely. first, folks. Put her yes. first. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, here we are. Uh, now, of course, just to kind of give a, a bit of context, uh, we are, of course, releasing uh, you know, a bit of a, a preview to all of our Marys, you know, of, you know, when this comes out. But this is uh, being released for our Matreons right after the episode first aired of Canada's Drag Race. Um, and so if you're a Matreon, that's when you're potentially listening to this uh but you may be listening to this episode sometime later down the line when we've re-released the episode to everybody while we take a bit of a break from live episodes so if some of this feels not current that's why (laughs) oh mary it's fine we're gonna talk about this episode and these queens and you know we're gonna get our our goose down on even though you know i'm not really down with the goose downs. Uh, goose down boots. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. And you know, it uh that's that's a whole other topic. Um yeah. but you know, we're gonna we're gonna bundle up and head on up to Canada uh yeah. for a little while. Um I was actually very surprised to see twelve queens instead of the usual ten on these opening seasons. So we got a little ride to go and, and we'll see how it how how it all unfolds. I know who I'm rooting for, so 
Yeah, I uh, when I saw it was twelve, I was like, oh, okay, so we're we're doing like a full season. All right, all right, uh, <laughs> all right, <great. laughs> all right. Uh, but you know, I think that uh, I I think about Drag Race Thailand, and I think about because it's you know a, a similar reference point, and the first episode. Always feels the same. It always feels like there's a lot of queens in the room. It always feels like, oh, I'm confusing a couple or I can't remember their names or, you know, what was her entrance look and all of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's sort of trusting, especially like season two of Drag Race Thailand. There's like 15 queens. And it was always having to just like go for the ride of like eventually you're going to settle in. You're going to recognize them. You're going to find your favorites. And if if this first episode is any good omen, I, I came out of already the first episode with queens I'm excited by. And not just Jimbo, of course, but Jimbo, certainly. Jimbo, certainly. Well, let's get in the episode. Before we do, we're going to take a quick little break. 